Hello friends and welcome to the Wabi Sabi pod. This is episode number 149. Well, today you're going to get jet lagged Candace, but very committed to this podcast Candace as well. Um, I, <laughs> I went from New York to Cali to Hawaii for work, then back to Cali, then back to New York, and then from New York back to Cali, back to Hawaii, then back to Cali, then back to New York all in the matter of just a few weeks. So here I am trying my best. I'm going to turn off my air purifier for you guys while I record this episode. Yes, if you live in Brooklyn, really invest in an air purifier (laughs) or that goes for anywhere where there's um, heavy pollution. So the thought of the day today was, you know, Valentine's Day, the loneliness epidemic, living in fear, having debilitating anxiety. These are things that really go through our minds every day. So I really want to run through the anecdotes to fear, anxiety, loneliness, depression. Um, And I also, I want you guys to also take notes on still what being a good gatekeeper this year for your heart and mind and body mean for you. It's really easy for us to somehow lose our way it's easy for us to get triggered by emails or things we see on social media what other people are doing um i i think i have a little bit of a stigma around working with other women i hate to say this i'll always be a woman lover but i don't know if you guys are like me where you've been burned really really badly by so many women over the years in business that you almost um, it takes like a really special woman to find you and to say, I want to be a champion of what you do. I think the next stage in life for each of us is to really go deep inside and do this inward work and this heart space work and the work that's going to be a lot harder than you think. It's going to take you a lot longer than you think as well. So I want you to get prepared and to brace yourself for this journey Take a deep breath in, take a deep breath out. Now, the first thing for me is getting over this fear of debilitating anxiety, abandonment, depression, history repeating itself if I allow it to. Dr. Wayne Dyer will always remind us that we are not to look to our past to define who we are in the present moment, but we are yet to look to almost our present and future to determine who we are and where we're going. So if that's true, here's the long story I was going to tell you guys about. And the reason why I've not done a public event in, I think, um, I don't know, since 2018, 19, 20, 21, 22. I can count six years. Okay, so the day before Clean Green Eats launch party at the ABC Center, Deepak Center in New York with the amazing students at the Natural Gourmet Institute, my friend Kristen Arnett, makeup artist and beauty expert, and also everybody on my team, um, my agent Strand, my assistant Cecilia, my food stylist Lori, Jade. I, I mean, I remember I think everybody came out because my assistant wrote an email very quietly to everyone the day before the event and said, um, Candace's partner just left Candace, like up and bailed with all of his stuff somehow in the apartment still. 
um, and he, you know, broke up with her and he went to Europe and he just bailed and didn't, you know, he's not coming back. So if you can do anything tomorrow, just show up to Candace's event and just do whatever you can do to try to help her not to cry. Um, and Kristen interviewed me on stage in front of everyone just a few hours after this person that I was with for many years that lived with me in New York bailed. And it was, it was weird because it was like, you find out later the person and their mom was like planning them. They were planning the whole time to leave and they didn't say anything to you. And they did all these things behind my back and then sent like harassing emails even after, after the fact, because my older sister had told me, you know, to get his stuff out of the apartment and tell his friends to pick it up. Um, and for some reason that made them mad. Uh, it was bad. The whole thing is bad. I had to put everything personally with an assistant or two into two taxi cabs and politely drive his things to a friend's house and unload them for him, which I still probably have never heard a thank you for, but I don't need it. I'm just saying there's a lot of stuff that people can go through in life that you probably won't see or hear. It wasn't brought up the day of the event, a few hours after it happened. I still went to go get all the flowers for everybody as gratitude flowers at the market because I wanted to present them to my team on stage, which was an all-female marginalized team. And I still thanked every student from the Natural Gourmet Institute. Um, and needless to say, you know, Kristen was an amazing friend and partner that day and everybody at ABC Home and Natural Gourmet Institute and um, HarperCollins was so supportive and I still love them and they're my family forever. But that fear and depression and the trigger, the triggeredness of all the abandonment and loss um, and having to, you know, still go on stage, something right before that had also happened um, where he had, I think, like tried to leave me or break up with me like right before a double whammy E! News segment so like a lot of times you see people on stage or in front of the camera or on a streamer and you're not really understanding what's going on in their private life. So when there are trolls now that write about people and poor things about people, we must remember that these are humans too. I mean, so what J-Lo lost, you know, a piece of her extension, big deal. And Taylor Swift, you know, I don't know, she probably just was so excited that maybe she didn't notice, you know, what she was doing on stage with Celine Dion. I mean, it's, it's people make up anything these days, but I really think that instead of pointing fingers at other people or, or making fun of others or making stories up, it's better for you guys to go inward. And that goes for every TikTok kid and YouTuber that's, you know, talking about other people that you don't really know. You don't know what's going on. So one of the best things for you to do is like work on your heart space and find things that make you feel really good on your own. Um, after that breakup, I went inward. I did walking when I could. I talked to friends when I could. I could barely even like put my pajamas on, you know, like you were doing things like day by day. Um, where friends could still watch you and take care of you. But I think the most important thing that I did was I I wasn't perfect by any means. I mean, I still went on a bender for like three years after that. So instead of taking care of my problems, I would just book a flight and run away. And that was what I did for many, many years. And I think a lot of men and women have this pattern too. 
So instead of like facing your demons and dealing with them. So when 2020 hit, I couldn't go anywhere. So guess what? I was totally forced to face my fears and demons and do the self-work. And I still wasn't perfect, but by then I had been doing the self-work and I think God and all the angels and universe got that I was committed to doing the work. And so then a partner did end up showing up in my life years later. So it's a, it's a good thing. And then I want to talk to you ladies about this too, and that fear that we speak about when we talk about how other women can trigger us. And this is stuff I'm working through still to this day. Okay. So after the clean green eats, um, loss, you know, that I had at the time, which I feel so much better about now. And I understand why it all happened. Although very sad, I wrote a great book called Kintsugi Wellness after Clean Green Eats with the same publisher and a lot of the same team. And it helped me to sort of rise above and have a homecoming book, as my agent at the time, Eve Adderman, would call it. And we said, okay, so this is like Candace coming home to say goodbye to her grandma, get over the breakup, mend on her own and be single again in New York. And how was she going to do it while tracing her own heritage and ancient practices? And we were much further along the line, like before our time with Wabi Sabi and Kintsugi, because I had started writing this book around, the idea popped up around 2015. Believe it or not, I usually start penning most of my books early on. If penning is even a word, but you know the term, I've penned seven books. <laughs> so penning, I did um, a girl in LA that was a friend of a friend who I thought was cool, wanted to host a book party for Kintsugi Wellness for me. And I didn't know her very well. And boy, did I get really screwed. So she, she, of course, like I was happy to pay for what I needed to pay for. At the time I lived in New York, I paid for the bartender and my partners had donated their, you know, alcohol supply and I bought books for every person out of my own pocket, which I always do. I gave her money for food, photographer, cleaning lady, set up tear down and also gift bags, which um, this amazing company helped to donate. And so I went out of pocket thousands of dollars and gave it to her right away. And then the day after the event, which was so beautiful and successful, and mostly my friends from like childhood and LA and media, um, she wrote me this email that said, you owe me for yesterday. So instead of enjoying like looking through the photos, I had this girl say, I need you to write me every person you work with in publishing and I need I need their info now. And I was baffled. You know, my mom and I put together this really beautiful gift for her with tea from Japan that was through a family member of ours. And we I couldn't understand why anybody would want to volunteer to be a graceful and gracious host, but then later the day after the event, when we were supposed to all be enjoying the images, um, that they have this sense of entitlement and almost like an evil streak. So I remembered crying to my mom about it because we had given her all these gifts and my friend Jen Pearson helped to put together like a gift bag for her too. And I just really wasn't sure what she wanted. And I 
knew from the beginning that if I knew that she was going to be in great or make me feel in great after the event, that I would never have said yes from the beginning. I thought it was an offering, an extension from a friend to throw a beautiful event together. So with Kintsugi Wellness, the point of the book was about healing and sealing and mending your golden cracks to become a better person. Because as you and I both know, when you're honest and truthful and you do the work, things really can get better. And you can heal and become a better person when you start changing the thoughts that you have in your mind. So now when I think back, and I want you to do this practice as well, when you can list out a few events in your life from your past that might have traumatized you, but I don't want you to let them traumatize you in the present moment or the future moments. So here's what we can learn from these. Okay, number one, when a couple is meant to break up, I know a lot of you might be hurting at this time. It's a horrible time for breakups, but there really is never a good time for them. I want you to think about why it's happening and how it can be a gift and how you can open the gift. You may not see what the gift is for right now, but I promise you, like every person told me, you're going to find a better suited partner after this one because this one just wasn't meant to be. Even if you wanted that super hottie twin flame to work out, they will be a shitty partner. They'll be very self-centered and too business-oriented and they won't have any time for you and filling their ego and their bank account will be more important. There's so many things to think about. And that last one I dated was not the twin flame hottie. Anyways, long story. Long story. Here we go. Jet-lagged Candace. How about an ohm for jet-lagged Candace? Okay, so... Point being, I learned I wasn't supposed to be with that person and he was a no-no. And there were many fabulous men who continued after that. Just think about Samantha Jones. I watch Sex in the City when I travel on Delta because I can just check out and think about Samantha. Okay, so then the other thing to note is not all women will be like you. They're not going to be a giver and a lover and a receiver and a reciprocator. They're going to look for a handout and they might even do it in disguise, which is where I think this really shocked me and made me very sad because she was also Asian and sort of tried to claim that she wanted to support other Asian women. But, you know, the good thing is I got amazing friends to come up from San Diego to LA. I shared my books with my gay besties. Like Jim came out with his partner who was my editor in LA for 15 years. And I met a new friend, Tammy Funasaki with the US Japan Council. And I had all these lovely, amazing women come that brought like gifts of joy and love and laughter. And it was great, you know, but My note to anyone in this position is, you know, if you're going to be a host, be a gracious host with nothing and no expectations in return. If you're going to be somebody who's collaborating with a host, then I suggest you offer as much financial help towards the party as possible so there's no um, confusion about the finances. A lot of people these days do trade or they do like sponsored events. You know, just make sure that you use clear communication in what you're doing. And at the end of the day, woman to woman, man to man, or individual to individual, whoever you may be, 
Be as good and gracious of a host and guest as you can be and be loving and kind and try to live with an open mind and heart that everyone is trying their best. So now I understand that the old partner was trying his best. It was the only thing he knew to do, including his mom and family and also this girl. It was the only thing she knew to do. Maybe she only thought that she could get contacts from me by sending a demanding email. They were trying their best. God bless them. So my current partner now tells me, and all of us should do this, when you say something poor about another individual or you gossip, make sure you send them a blessing. God bless her and God bless him and the people around him. And may everybody live a life full of joy and kindness and love. And I'm sending that to them right now. It was so hard for me to say that. I think my friend Indy Lee and I had these long talks after my breakup that first one in New York and then she said oh send him love and kindness and I was like oh yeah right fuck you I'm not sending him love and kindness fuck face like you guys get what I mean and excuse the language but he you know really made me angry and I was obviously hurt and there is a duration and point of time where you're going to be hurt by others who may be trying their best to do you a favor (laughs) so Fill your heart with joy and love and move past it and say to yourself, I'm so happy and grateful this happened to me. It opened up an opportunity for a better suited partner to come along. And sure enough, that's exactly what happened. I mean, my dream is seeing my current partner in Brooklyn with our little Bronx cat, Shohei, and just like watching him work out or go to the fucking, you know, Brooklyn the gym over here and go to the sauna and come back all happy and steamy and, you know, going to rescue animals together, which we do normally on the weekends. We should continue to do things that make us feel really good. So for me, those practices are simple. It's mantra. It's working out at the bar method in Brooklyn. It's hanging out with my cat and my partner. It's seeing a friend on occasion. You know, right now I have to put up a lot of boundaries because I have so much work ahead of me. 41 years old is a really pivotal year to make sure that you like put your stakes in the ground and lay your bricks and really get a solid thing going. So I have a lot of boundaries up right now as needed, but they're coming down a little bit as I do more and more self-work. So with time, I want you to heal. I want you to think about the people that you want to forgive today because you're never going to be able to get through the anxiety, the depression, the loneliness all of the angst you have inside of me until you forgive those people. I forgive her. I forgive him. And I absolutely am allowed to not want anything to do with either of them ever again, but I certainly forgive them. So let's find a place in our heart to open and give to the people that wronged us because my friend, you are better than that. And you know what? Life has this sim- like really simple way of like clearing things out for you that you don't need to be around. So wasn't that what the universe was doing for me without me even knowing it? Oh my God. Take a deep breath in. Take a deep breath out. Now thinking of the loneliness epidemic, what can we do to help those who are truly suffering? 
So you will see a lot of people that hang out on their phone, on email, online, watching streamers endlessly. The thing that we need to do is we need to think about the people around us that might be lonely or also start doing more community events and community projects that can help to encourage those to go sign up, get out there and meet new people. You'll never meet your partner, your business partners, your new friends. You'll never never feel the benefits of social connection, love, and reap the benefits of social connection, love, kindness, and human interaction off of technology unless you go out and do it. So here's my challenge for you this year is are you part of a community event that is free and available to everyone? Ask yourself that. Number two, are you ready and able to start something new or do something brave this year that you may not have been open to over the past few years? And number three, are you open to going out and being a little bit more social while you're still young and you can meet new people and try new practices? And for me, I had a total fear of doing another book event because of these two back-to-back really awful experiences that I had to learn and grow and change and become stronger from. So yes, I'm finally ready and I'm going to do one at the Bar Method in Williamsburg on 2.11 at 11 a.m. And you're invited. Everybody can be invited. Casey, I hope you can make it. (laughs) And I hope um, that you tell a girlfriend and she can come. Um, I also, I'll share it on my social channels as well. I think there's a banner on my threads right now. Also, are you ready to let go of the people that wronged you and get out there and be a little bit more social and do something that's like free and available that you've always wanted to do that you haven't yet? I will give you a couple of ideas. I met the founder of Endorphins um, out in Hawaii working on a project. It's a running club that you can join. You can also check out free community events through, like say you want to volunteer with the NYC ACC over here in New York. The shelters always need volunteers that are free. And then again, you can go to Ollie's Place in the East Village if you want to see some beautiful cats and meet great people and ask them questions about cat adoption. And then also you can always volunteer at Puppy Kitty NYC, Little and Little Wanders NYC, Greenpoint Cats, um, Intimate, that's I-N-T-I-M-U-T-T, and then Bronx Community Cats. Those are the only groups that I've worked with so far. Um, There's so many more that I want to promote, like Flatbush Cats is amazing, and I'm just waiting um, for my opportunity to meet them all. But yes, I've made sure to be putting myself out there and meeting new people in animal rescue, and by doing so, I've met so many great people and special community connections. We go to PIX11 News, and we do segments together. Sometimes we set up for adoption events. Sometimes we're just building shelters for the animals in need. But I will tell you that giving a part of yourself to charity will make you feel less lonely. It will help you to release real endorphins. And you'll find a sense of community and kindness 
The last thing that I can think of is, you know, getting out there into your local city and socializing with others. There are lots of community meetups. You can join a recreational soccer or softball slash baseball group. And if those cost money, then make sure that you check out the local free community events. Like there's a, a board out here in Greenpoint called Green Pointers. And anybody in Williamsburg or Brooklyn can check out this page and go to community events. You can check out donation-based only yoga classes if you can't really afford yoga and you still want to be around people, by all means, find a donation-based class by you. And lastly, I think it's important that we find a way to spark and share creativity. So if you can attend a local art class or cooking class, or maybe it's even just poetry reciting or comedy find a way to join a local group or just attend and sit in the back and clap your hands and cheer for people. You would be so surprised at how good it makes you feel. I often cheer on the, you know, marathon runners or runners that are going through New York and it makes me feel so good. I've even cried before just watching them run together. So you would be surprised at what evokes emotion in you when you open your heart. But I do want you to find something new this year. Lastly, I'm going to share with you something that I was wrong about and I have been for a really long time. And this helped me to open my heart and heal my wounds that I've been licking for so long towards social media and influencers. I was wrong, my hands up doing an oath, about who younger people were on social media. I was wrong about the content that they were putting out there and the structure of their work. They're just following the societal norm of how to get seen and heard so that they can become viable talent one day. And when I was young, when I was young, um, I went to casting calls and had agents and looked at a thing called fucking MapQuest and tried to figure out where the fuck I was going. And, you know, every now and then I'd book a good commercial or, you know, I got Taft-Hartley into SAG, which means I got forced into SAG immediately for doing a commercial shoot early on. And I wasn't even an actor or actress. I was just um, on-camera talent, which means like a TV host. So long short, I went on a trip out to Hawaii to teach cooking classes and wellness classes. Um, We made matcha lattes and poke bowls and followed the beautiful culture of Maui, Hawaii, Um, Hawaii is mixed with many different cultures, Native Hawaiian, Polynesian, Tahitian, Samoan, Tongan, Filipino, Japanese, Chinese, Portuguese. And um, we learned a lot about the history and culture from multiple people and places, surfing, cooking, eating, socializing, exercising, stretching. But the point is, is I was surrounded by influencers in doing so because they were my students. And I felt like Mr. Miyagi for a moment where I felt like the elder. And I was like looking around like at my wrinkles. Holy shit. Well, not, not, I don't have that many actually. But I was just looking around at, you know, the crew and they were really young. And as I got to know them over, you know, the next few days, I was like, oh my God, you're such an asshole. How could you think that these beautiful people from all over the world and different places and heritage and backgrounds and different life experiences. How could you generalize them? So I felt wrong. And I wanted to tell you guys, if you can find it in your heart, find a way 
to recognize that you were wrong about something, you can actually very deeply learn to grow from the strength of saying, I was not right. I'm not correct. You can pick and choose your battles. As Dale Carnegie always says, it's not a good look to be self-righteous. So I know you guys know that I've been that way. I'm totally open about that and I'm aware. And now is the time for me to do the work and apologize for my shortcomings and my narrow mind. I'm also a Taurus, so very stubborn, but still a nice person overall. Actually kind. (laughs) But the point being is that I shouldn't generalize and I should cheer on everybody around me as they cheer me on. And it doesn't matter because we're all going to the same place. As Ram Dass says, we are all walking each other home. And lastly, on our session today, thank you guys for adding your amazing reviews. I've seen them on Kintsugi, Clean Green Eats, on Amazon for my books. I've seen them for Spirited on Audible Originals. I have seen them on Wabi Sabi, Spotify, and my fave Wabi Sabi on Apple. If you guys can write a juicy one in there. (laughs) It takes like a year for them to show up now, so you know, insert yourself. Um, Come to my event next week. It's at the Bar Method in Williamsburg. You're going to have to email. I think it's williamsburg at barmethod.com. But check the banner again on my Threads account. And also I'll be back on the Today Show on the 21st of February talking about some juicy recipes that are really good for brain health and heart health, which is a passion of mine for the year. So many of my family members and close friends have had instances where we've had to help a family member in need. And there are flavonoids found in certain foods that can help with heart and brain health at the same time. And all you need to do is learn what they are and how to cook with them and get access to them, which I'll help you do in real life. Keep going, you guys. I share a lot of juicy secrets of my own life I normally wouldn't do on this pod because I feel comfortable in this storytelling medium. But I will tell you this, you don't know what others are going through. So remember, it's always best to be kind to others, to cheer them on. And if, you're, if you've got a friend that comes and supports like your events and invites you to things, invite back, you know, come and support. Don't let things be so one-sided find some work for them, help them out, extend an olive branch in a different way. I think people fall short when it comes to opening up their heart to helping others while they're still really young and vibrant and strong. And I want you guys to keep that open mind as long as you can. I understand that life happens. You will get married, you will have children, you will buy a home, you will move on. But it's still important to remember who that one individual was when you were solo and by yourself and how good it felt when somebody reached out to you to help you find a job, get, you know, into a new part of your life. Maybe they even just reach out to check in on you because they want to see how you're doing. But I will say sometimes when you guys send me notes, um, it's the best anecdote to the fear and the trauma and the hardships that have come with being an entrepreneur. Um, I hope more opportunities are coming. 
If not, I'll make them happen. Um, They're on their way. And the same goes for you. So don't forget to sign up for the newsletter and also subscribe to this pod now with a juicy five-star review. I read them all and I thank you guys for your time and love every week. Even Jetlag Candace thanks you because I feel like I am scrambled eggs right now. <laughs> I'm going to try to rest. I hope to see you on the 11th of February. Uh, please sign up so we can do a head count and I'll be making matcha love lattes and smoothies and I can't wait to share more with you on the Today Show February 21st. Okay, I'll see you more on the newsletter coming out soon. Take good care and take good care of each other and love yourself because you're the only one you're going to have till the end. And if you are very lonely, then please adopt a pet at your local shelter and see this as your sign. Deep breath in and deep breath out.